What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, this is Jordan Halls, former Indiana Hoosier. Keep up with Indiana Sports on Indiana Sports Beat. I'm not sure if uh, Jake's playing that song for Alec or not, but uh, Alec Lasley joining us from the Hoosier.com <laughs> right now to talk about some basketball recruiting. Nice little segue there, Jake. Uh, uh, welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat. Coyle Leary coming to you from the Golf Club Eagle Point Studios, of course, powered by Rivals. Speaking of which, the Hoosier.com, Alec Lasley, been doing a killer job covering uh, basketball recruiting for, for the Hoosiers, man. It's a lot going on, too, Alec. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at least a, a good time for for some stuff to be happening with you know not a lot not a lot going on outside of basketball right now. Uh, Indiana talked to a lot of guys. Blake Wesley, you had a great piece out on him. A scouting report. I mean, Muhammad, Trey Kaufman, Trey Patterson, Jordan Longino, uh, all these names, guys that are chasing. There's other guys out there as well. But uh, Indiana really trying to co- focus on this core of the three or so guys they're going to bring in in that 2021 class. Yeah, I mean, definitely. They're they're trying to make sure that they have, you know, two or three deep in, in every single position where, you know, if they do miss out on one or two of those guys that, you know, three and four is still probably, you know, one or two on a bunch of other teams lists. So they're, they're doing a great job of making sure that they're getting a lot of guys, uh, you know, out there staying in contact with a lot of guys and, you know, making sure that they're keeping those relationships, uh, you know, good. Blake Wesley is the name that uh, we, we've known for a while. Big kid, a great shooter out of South Bend. But uh, we know we, that the, a big is a, a big need for Archie. But uh, this kid can shoot, man, and it's it's one that he's definitely not going to pass up on if he can get him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, you know, we look at Indiana over the past couple of seasons where you know they've really struggled to to hit that three. Uh, but more importantly, you know, after one or two misses, you know, these guys tend not to not to really look for their shot anymore. And obviously you can't have that in, in basketball at all, uh, especially from, you know, some of these backcourt players that really need to to step up. So one thing that, that Blake really has is that that confidence and, and that ability that he can really, you know, after one or two misses, still have that confidence to, to go out there and and assume that that next shot's going to go in. You know, a lot of question about uh, uh, Christian Lander. I, I, he's gonna he's gonna get reclassified. I just don't see that as being yeah. an issue. He's on course. He's on par. So that's not going to be a problem. He's going to be in the twenty twenty class, uh, guard heavy class. So next year, you know, we just talked about Blake, but also guys like uh, Aminu Muhammad, Trey Kaufman, of course, a huge huge point of emphasis for Archie Miller. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, you know, Trey Kaufman's probably that that number one, uh, and even maybe one A and one B for Indiana right now. Uh, outside of outside of Trey, they're they're trying to go a little bit more kind of on the wing. Uh, they are pretty guard heavy right now, and especially as you just talked about with uh, Christian Lander, most likely reclassifying to twenty twenty. Uh, they need a little bit more depth out on kind of the three and, and even that kind of stretch four position. Uh, you know, one of those guys is definitely Trey Patterson, who can uh, really kind of play that that kind of stretch forward position that kind of Troy Williams or uh, even Justin Smith uh, more recently has played. 
So I think, uh, you know, him and, and Trey Kaufman, and obviously, like you talked about, Amin Muhammad, kind of those three guys on the wing uh, that, that really are, are going to be that top priority. Trey Patterson out of Jersey, man. It's going to be tough getting him away from Rutgers. They, they've had a, a resurgence in recruiting success here. and He's up there in the northeast corner. He's going to be tough to get out of there, I would think. Yeah, definitely. Even, you know, with Villanova as well. He he, he has a, a bunch of different schools that are contact with. Uh, basically, you know, th- this one's going to be a little bit longer. This one's not going to be, you know, a decision that's going to come, you know, within the next couple of weeks here. Uh, so, you know, as long as Indiana obviously keeps doing their – uh, you know, keeping up the communication with, with Patterson, you know, he, he's someone that I could see definitely fitting in really well with this Indiana system. Next year, I think the Indiana will probably end up with, with three scholarships available, I believe, um, with, with, with uh, Christian moving into the 2020 class, unless there's a transfer. Who, you talk to a lot of these guys. What's your sense of uh, who's kind of closer to a possible commitment this year before the season starts? Anybody you think for that 2020 class? For the 2021, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, – I think obviously the name that, that everyone's kind of latching on to is uh, Trey Kaufman. I, I do think that'll come sooner rather than later. Uh, I think, you know, the the coronavirus uh, pandemic has definitely kind of impacted his recruitment a little bit more than, than some of these other guys just because obviously, you know, Indiana and some of these in-state schools and even Louisville have such a good relationship with him already, and, and he's, you know, been in contact with them a lot more. Uh, but some of these other schools like like a Virginia that just offered him or even a, a Carolina or a Kentucky, those are a couple schools that, that he was really, you know, looking forward to at least, you know, having a little bit more discussions with. And I'm sure, you know, some of these other schools were, were really trying to get him down to campus uh, and get on a visit. And with him not being able to do that, uh, you know, I think that definitely helps Indiana, you know, in the short term here. And then especially when, when things, you know, sort of open up when, when kids start to, to take some visits. Yeah, and he's a kid that uh, prior to talking to him, I, I, Louisville is someone who definitely is, is on his radar, of course. They're, they're 20 minutes away from him, but he is so smart. Academics is so important um, that the distance may be alleviated because Indiana is at Purdue so much stronger academically. Uh, it's not even close, and he, he's really a, a smart kid. Like I said, he wants, he's majoring in physics. So, yeah, um, exactly. So it tells – I see him – you know, he got an offer from Virginia recently, another great school academic-wise. So I think that uh, at the end of the day, academics is going to play a heavier part for him, although he's got a great future as a pro player probably. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, that's a, that's a pretty good one-two punch to have when you're, you know, that, that talented of, a, of an athlete but still that talented in the classroom too. So obviously his options aren't going to be dry anytime soon. Uh, so I think – I think Indiana still sits in pretty good uh, shape with, with him, though, coming up. Who who are some names that maybe are under the radar, Alec, that we haven't talked about, uh, that, that there are still like kind of dark horses out there? Yeah, I mean, definitely, obviously, Jordan Longino, he, he's one of these guys that just got offered right when the uh, pandemic started and right when kind of that quarantine happened. Um, so obviously not able to take a visit to, to IU. Uh, he's one of these guys out of Pennsylvania. He has actually just named the – uh, Germantown, um, for out of Germantown High School, the Class 4A Player of the Year yesterday. Uh, so he, he's definitely one of these super talented guards who can play a couple different positions. Uh, but he said that he definitely wants to take a, a visit to Indiana once things do clear up. Uh, Villanova is definitely a team that's going to be tough to beat. Beating this one, kind of that hometown uh, hometown feel nearby with that great tradition of guards that Jay Wright usually has. 
Um, but, you know, I, that's definitely a name that, that I would keep tabs on moving forward here. And of course, uh, guard in that heavy guard class coming in this year, that's going to be something that, that he, he'll be looking at because he's going to have a lot of guys in front of him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the good thing about him, though, he can kind of play any any sort of position on the perimeter. So a one, two, or a three, he can really uh, be able to to play a couple different positions that Archie Miller loves to have uh, in the backcourt. Uh, and obviously, you know, you're going to have guys that you know may not take those those next steps. Uh, and he's definitely a guy who would be able to to come in and really kind of impact the game uh, almost immediately just with his his versatility on both ends and basically his shot making ability, which Indiana struggled with. Yeah, I mean, he this kid can shoot. He he's a shooter that Indiana doesn't have. He shot uh, over forty one percent from deep as a junior. Uh, of course, that's high school three point shooting, but uh, they, he he's thought to to be NBA range shooter. Yeah, no, he he definitely has NBA range, and you can see that uh, when you watch him play, he has the confidence to to pull from basically anywhere. And the thing is, he he usually makes it too. Uh, you know, sometimes he can force force it a little bit on the offensive end, but when he's that efficient. Uh, you know, you really, you really don't mind him taking a couple bad shots because more often than not, they're they're most likely going to go in. Todd, uh, from what we've seen, all these different roster moves and whatnot. What's the, the, the player wise, not not individual, but what do you think Indiana needs to add to their offense as they move forward? From what we've seen last year, well, the shot making ability is is you know first and foremost, and and I think that can go really in position one through four and maybe five. Um, I, I definitely think that they've got to, they've got to have guys mature. I think this has got to be a, a big year for, you know, current guys they have in Jerome Hunter, um, Armand Franklin. Uh, you know, I expect Al Durham to have his best shooting year of his career. Um, the guys that are there have, have really got to improve. And then the guys coming in, you know, they're, they're it, what you and Alec are talking about at the beginning was guys who are, have a shooter's mentality. I mean, um, you know, Rob Finnessy has grown up as a point guard and, and he's not, he's not really a shooting scoring point guard, which is what you, what a lot of times you want at that position. But it's like you said, when he misses a couple of shots, you know, he finishes the game, you know, Oh, for two or one for three or something like that. And, and a, a shooter, you know, a shooter might finish the game over nine and I'm okay with that because you know, the, the percentages are going to even out. And, and so that, that's what I look for in the guys that are coming in. I mean, they have a shooter's mentality. Anthony Leal will shoot. Trey Galloway will shoot. I mean, these guys coming in are, are have that mentality. So I think the, the balance scoring has got to be, you know, they, they've got to be able to count on, you know, I, I'm not going to say they, they don't want to have to come into every game hoping that Devontae has, you know, 30 like they did last year. I know Devontae's gone, but you get my point. And that I don't they don't need to have someone have an extraordinary performance in order to win a game. They need guys to just play consistently and, and average. You know, they need a bunch of guys to average between eight and 13 points. Alec, uh, is there a name out there that we haven't talked about that we haven't heard? that's kind of really under the radar so that, that you that maybe you're hearing just to keep an eye on. Uh, I mean, one one guy who has kind of popped up in the past couple of days here is uh, uh, Jonathan Lawson, um, Diedrich Lawson's brother in the 2021 20, class here, um, named Gatorade Player of the Year in, in Tennessee there. He, super long, lanky wing, 6'7", uh, still has some maturing to do with his body. Uh, Indiana's been in contact with him. You know, at this point, I, you know, Indiana has such a strong grip on – probably five, six, seven guys that, uh, you know, I really don't think they're going to miss on four or five of those. So as long as they get one or two of those kind of core 
five guys, they're, they're going to be set up really well for, for, you know, the next couple of years here. So they haven't really been doing a lot of, you know, heavy lifting when it comes to, to searching out a, a bunch of new names. Uh, obviously, you know, there's really nothing else to do right now besides reach out to reach out to prospects. So, you know, you're going to see names pop up, but I think, you know, those four or five guys are, are really kind of the, the core that they're kind of zoning in on moving forward. Yeah, uh, Todd, as we move forward, it's uh, it's almost difficult for the coaching staff to pinpoint new guys because normally you're out seeing That's, play yep. going on. You, you can't find new guys when you can't see them. That's exactly what this, you know, this period right now, you know, we're, we're in May 1st. We would have just finished up, you know, the first week of, of college coaches being able to watch guys play in a late April national AAU tournament. And then, you know, we'd, we'd have a week off right now and then we'd have two more weeks of it, you know, this middle part of May. And, and we would have a bunch of new names like Alec would be, you know, this would be one of the busy times right yeah. now for recruiting experts to, to kind of see new names and find that, you know, that Victor Oladipo or that OG Ananobi or, you know, that guy that's, you know, we're, we're, we're going through all the names that are on everybody's national radar. And, and believe me, there are guys out there that are, um, you know, going to be like we hear with Dennis Rodman and, and Gordon Hayward and guys like that, that grow seven inches you know, their, their senior year of high school and freshman year of college. And, um, but I mean, just not even that, just the development of their bodies and, and everything in general and guys that are going to work really hard over the summer and take advantage of this time, you know, do working one on working on their individual games. So that, that's really what we're going to miss out on. And that's why I keep asking every, every coach that we get on, every player that I know plays AAU right now, I keep, I keep asking them when we get them on, you know, have you heard anything about the late summer AAU schedule? And and I'm really hoping that they figure out a way to play something in a in a July August type. Uh, I know it'd be different and unusual, but but I think the NCAA would make an exception this year and, and figure out a way to get coaches in front of kids because there's going to be a lot of kids miss out on opportunities um, if if they're not able to play any AAU basketball this summer. Exactly. I My agree. son being one of them. I mean, he's a, he's a junior. I mean, he's the worst year you could possibly have. This is his most important year for AAU basketball, and and uh, it it would be a big it'd be a big loss if they're not able to play. What can as a father and a former AAU coach on all that play all that stuff you check all those boxes? What do you do as a parent to try to help your kid now in this because there's so many kids in this situation that people are out there the fathers that don't have your experience. What do they do to help these kids now? I know it sounds it's kind of old school and I know it sounds kind of stupid, but we're kind of in old school situation right now. Only we've got new technology to do it. And that you know I would put together as many um, highlight tapes are one thing. I mean, coaches can see through those. I mean I could put a highlight tape together of a of a third grader right now and make him look pretty good. Uh, if I just show what he did good throughout a season, but I mean, just putting together some stuff and reaching out to coaches, it, 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 it really works more than you might think. Now, the first, first question coaches are going to ask when they've never seen you or heard of you before is how tall is he? And, and, you know, what's his grade point average and all those kinds of things. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's truly as a parent, the best thing you can do is put together some type of a video um, showing the skills. And, and even if it's one on nobody, even if it's just individual skills and workouts, that's what the NFL combine guys were doing. I mean, they were sending out just, just stuff of them own showing their footwork and showing what they do. A, a coach and a, a scout can look at a player just shooting around and just making moves in the lane 
and tell whether the kid has a lot of potential or not. And, and, you know, but, but I'm not going to act like it's not a big loss. I mean, there are a lot of kids that are going to miss out on scholarship opportunities, not to the Indianas or Villanovas or Kentuckys of the world, but, but to, you know, some of the smaller schools and, and just continuing on their, their basketball careers. It's, there's going to be a lot of kids miss out on it. You're exactly right. Uh, Alec, uh, what, what do you have coming up? I mean, you're always working on so much, doing a tremendous – he does a tremendous job. Make sure you go to thehoosier.com so you can follow Alec and uh, his complete coverage on uh, basketball recruiting for the Hoosiers. But what's coming up next for you? Yeah, well, I actually uh, had the chance to talk to A.J. Moye a little bit last night uh, about his connection with uh, the newest uh, offer for, for Indiana, Sky Clark. Um, they have a, they kind of go back a little bit uh, past like five, seven years here. Uh, him knowing his entire family. So um, talked to him last night, got a little bit more insight on kind of who Sky Clark is and a little bit more about his game. And, and we'll have something up later today about that. Excellent. That's a name right there that uh, we haven't talked about. Sky Clark, a uh, new name on the Indiana fold. What do you know about him? What can the fans expect to hear about him? Yeah, he's uh, he's in the 2022 class. He's moving back to Tennessee here. He's actually going to uh, the same high school that Darius Garland attended. So you know, a little bit of the connection there, obviously connection with AJ Moye, but he's a super skilled uh, combo guard. Uh, definitely the ability to play both on and off the ball. Super big, super long as a point guard, which uh, I think the the game is kind of trending towards now. Uh, but he he has the skills to to be one of the one of the best players in the in that 2022 class for sure. Todd, the, the talent, we're, there's no doubt we're going to see a, a rise in talent for Indiana basketball. They, all these recruits that are coming in, it's, it's taken a few years, but the talent level is going to be extremely higher than it was four years ago. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. And, and, I, and I like, you know, I think one of the things that you and I talk about all the time, I mean, recruiting is one thing and looking at skills of players, but then getting to know the players individually and, and what they're like as a, as their personalities and their families is it's, that's the next level of it. And, and Indiana just has a great group of kids coming in when it comes to, you know, how they were brought up and how they were raised and what kind of kids they are. And, um, and, and that's really what you look for now. And truly they're bringing in talent. They're now bringing in guys that, um, you know, that have some Indiana flavor. I, 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 we have to do all the recruiting. I, I say this all the time on here. We've got to have one. If you've got a, a three man recruiting class, one of those guys has to be from out of state. Um, unless it's an unusual circumstance, but, but you also, you need to have one or two of those guys be from the state of Indiana also. And, um, you know, that doesn't limit recruiting. It just changes the dynamic of, of who all you can bring in at a time, but Hey, you can't you I know you said it coming in I was going to comment on it when you said it that IU looks like they might have three openings next year <laughs> and and that's 12 months away from right now they, they yeah. may have seven <laughs> openings by the time that gets here you, just, you never know with with the way things are nowadays but um you know it, it I love the I love where they're going I will be I'm looking more forward to this season coming up than than any season I can remember in a long long time for Indiana because I want to see these Indiana kids come in here and not just play well, but compete and push the kids that are already at IU uh, to, to have to play harder and have to play better. And, and I'm really looking forward to this season. Make sure you give Alec a follow on Twitter at Al Lastly. Give me find him there. Also find him at thehoosier.com. Brother, thank you so much. You're doing a great job. Looking forward to uh, keep knocking it out. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. 
This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.